Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Ron At least you've got symptoms. At least you've got a check engine light. You've got a traction control light. You know, you're going to see and, and gain some solid information as far as a, a code scan. Where I grew up, we rode in trucks. The car doctor. What's the dealer quoting you to do the bearings? Uh, about 1300 worth reading a manual, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure is. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. I wonder what goes through the mind of some of the vehicle owners out there. I, Because, you know, in, in conversation with, with some of you during the course of the week at the shop, the conversations just leave me scratching my head. We had a Kia owner come in this week, and... You know, we haven't seen them in quite some time, and it was 9,000 miles overdue for its last oil change. Wait, here comes the Mykia. What's a Mykia? Mykia! I knew Tom would would pick up on this the minute. And it was 9,000 miles overdue its oil change. And, you know, I, what do you do with that? You know, because Kia Kia and Hyundai are both known, it's known in the trades, right? They have issues. They have engine issues. They're not, they have the durability of a sack of potato chips in the Atlantic Ocean on a bad day at sea. You know, they're just not great. And, you know, they've, they've had multiple engine failure issues. And, and, you know, you want to try and do everything you can to try and keep it going as long as you can. And when I, when I asked, when I spoke to the owner, how could you go, well, you know, 
I figured the price of the oil change exceeded the value of the car, so what difference would it make? Um, you know, I just figured I'd keep the car going and uh, you know, see how far I could get out of it. And, well, okay, I guess I should start changing the oil again. You think? You know, look, we got to look at this from a safety perspective. Uh, you know, if, if, you're, if you want the car to just die, just let's drain the oil out of it and just take it around the block. It, believe me, it'll just, it'll just, it'll cut to the chase. It's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like the difference between drinking beer and visiting the toilet right away. I mean, just cut the middleman out, just pour it down the drain right away and get rid of it. Um, you know, it's, it's, you've got to do the maintenance. You've got to do the due diligence. You've got to do the oil changes. You've got to do the basics. It's just there. Um, you know, because otherwise you're going to be headed for a new vehicle. And right now, new vehicles are still at a premium. You know, I was reading a report the other day that talked about how new vehicles are out of the reach of more Americans now than ever before. And, you know, the state of the economy, the state of, you know, the supply chain, the amount of vehicles out there, it's, you know, I know of someone, she was trying to sell a 2014 Escape, as a matter of fact. And Kelly Blue Book said the car was worth $9,500 or $9,000, something like that. And they were asking $7,500 for it, and they couldn't get anybody to show up. And then people were showing up. They started showing up at $6,000. They couldn't get anybody to buy the car at $6,000. And I ended up speaking to them about it, and they said, what do you think's wrong? And I said, I don't think anything's wrong. I don't think anybody can write a check for $6,000 right now. I think that's the problem. I think money's that tight. And it just makes me realize that people need to – you know, take a hundred percent care of their vehicle. They've got to get as long as they can out of it. And, you know, that's why I'm here after all these years, because I've sort of dedicated myself to the fact that when you guys stop asking questions, I'll disappear. But until then, let's keep them going. But 9,000 miles on an oil change. Whew, holy smokes. Um, I mean, I know it's a Kia, you know, I, I called Tom up in the middle of the week when I was telling him this story and uh, I explained to him that, you know, there is one good thing about uh, a, a Kia. It makes a Volkswagen look good. So, um, you know, it just, it just, well, it does, right? It. it does, right? I love it. You know, that was great. Um, birds won't even, birds won't even get near a Kia. They figured why waste it? It already is. Let's, uh, let's go over to, uh, Randy on line one and see what's going on here. Randy in Virginia, 14 Nissan Frontier. And, uh, as long hey, as, good morning, Ron. Good morning, Randy. How or are you? Afternoon, I it, it's one Sorry. or the other. Listen, it's 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 morning, yeah, afternoon, yeah. or evening. I answer the phone at all times, all hours of the day. What's going on, brother? How can I help? And I'm so glad you do, man. I'm really hoping you can help me out. With sure. This. So, I uh, I drive a 2014 Nissan Frontier. I've had the truck a long time. It's got about 180 thousand miles on it, and about five thousand miles ago, I realized that one of the front rotors I thought was was probably worked because I just touched the brake pedal and the steering wheel starts to shake. So I took it into a repair shop, local shop, recommended shop, and asked them to fix my brakes. And they said, yeah, you're going to need some rotors. You're going to need new pads. And they do all that, and they get the truck out. And I go to drive away, and I realize I have no brakes at all and run into curb to stop the truck uh, with the emergency brake. And I said, hey, guys, there's a problem here. And they pull it back in, and they take another day. And they say, oh, yeah, you need a new master cylinder. You need new calipers. Anyway, about $1,000 later, I get the truck, and the brakes are not right. So they're spongy. They, they feel like there's some air in line. So I take it to another shop that I've used to do my vehicle inspection because it was time for a safety inspection. And he told me, yeah, the pedal's soft, but he couldn't figure out what the problem was. And I thought, well, you know what? Ron and Anian's going to be my man. Hopefully you can help me. Yeah, so let's, you know, let's, let's back up here. So... Uh, you know, let's, let's new parts, old parts, let's diagnose it like we would anything else. You know, 
they sure. the first shop I've got to tell you for a vehicle to leave the shop and not have brakes that just got worked on you know I guess it's possible that at that moment the high mileage 180,000 mile vehicle you know lost the master cylinder but it sure seems coincidental you've got to hope that they road tested it after they did the brake work and they just didn't park it out front but it you know it, it must have had brakes when it rolled out of the bay otherwise they 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 can't be that um, you know, inept that they wouldn't say something and, and tell you, hey, this is bad. I'm curious. Well, they did seem very apologetic, but yeah, it wasn't right, and they knew it wasn't right, right. after I pointed it out. But yeah, they didn't do any of that. You know, I'm curious. So that is, that's when I picked a different shot. Well, and I understand that because, you know, it's, it's listen, once, once somebody loses trust in you, it's hard to gain that back. It's really very important. You know, you know I'm curious if when they retracted the calipers, you know, they had to push the caliper pistons back in to, and this is sort of a rhetorical question, but, you know, when they pushed the caliper pistons back in, did they draw fluid out of the master so that it didn't spill over? Um, you know, and then I'm curious, did they open the bleeders and purge it that way? Or did they push the old, you know, how dirty is the fluid? Did it, you know, I'm trying to think of what would make the master fail like that. Um, you know, it just, it just well, doesn't make a lot of honest, sense. I don't even know if the master fails. Ron, right. to be honest, I felt like they were throwing parts at it, to be honest. They told me that they had actually replaced all the fluid by bleeding it all down through the bleeders two different times. They told me they, they had done this, okay, and it never got any better. So the, so the vehicle still has a bad pedal? It does, yeah. It feels right. very soft. It, uh, it almost feels like I can pump it up a little bit, like there's some air somewhere, but I've got two shots not able to figure out where it is all right so what's 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 going on with the rear brakes these the rears are drum or disc drum correct um pretty sure they're drum. Okay. yeah has anybody looked at the rears well they supposedly replaced all of them they what? replaced fronts and rears okay so they did four they, wheel they replaced they did four wheel brakes correct calipers and wheel cylinders that's what that's what i was told all right calipers yeah, and wheel cylinders and then, then it was still soft, so they thought, even though the master isn't leaking, it's got to be the master, so they replaced the master. Vehicle have ABS? Yes, it does. Okay. And uh, traction control. Okay. So my next question would be, you know, we've got we've to kind of work through this, right? You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, the first thing I would want to do is if I bleed the master and I plug the ports mm -hmm. at the master, you know, for where the lines come in, does, does it have right. a good pedal? First, okay. thing, first thing I want to do is verify, do I have a good master cylinder? And I don't care if it's new. I don't care if it's plated in gold. I don't care if they dropped it in from Japan and said, here it is right from Nissan headquarters. New means never, mm -hmm. ever worked in my mm -hmm. book. I just want to know, is the master any good? All right. You know, and it's, gotcha. it, and it's a simple mm -hmm. enough test. So if they block off the bleeder, you know, where the lines come in, can I can I get a decent pedal? Let's eliminate the master. Then I want to go down, you know, okay. if, if, I, if I block off one half of the system, if I bleed out the fronts, and leave that back port disconnected, do I have a pedal that's halfway decent? And then vice versa for the rear. And then the other thing that's on my mind is if this has anti-lock brakes, is the anti-lock mm -hmm. is the anti-lock brake controller loaded with air? When they did this, did they did they somehow empty the system? All right. You know, this this gotcha. this should have this should have an anti-lock brake controller sitting on the right front fender well if i remember right 14 frontier all right um okay. and if it's got air in it 
you know, all the bleeding in the world, air is going to be chapped up in, uh, trapped up in those inlet valves. All the bleeding in the world is not going to release it, and they're going to need a scan tool to go through and do an uh, ABS manual bleed or an automated bleed, depending upon what the scan tool has in it, what the manufacturer allows. So, you know. Okay, so the second shop I took it to had said that that was the probable issue. Okay. And that they had the tool. And then they told me that this model year didn't have that thing, that, that ability. And so that wasn't a possibility. So now I'm thinking, do I need a third shop? I guess. Well, like I do, either that. Well, either that or does their scan tool not have it? These is, you know, the, the most the most important question to ask any repair shop. Okay, not can you fix my vehicle? Not are you honest? You know, when somebody walks into the shop and says, "Are you an honest mechanic?" I think that's the dumbest question anybody could ever ask me. Because if I wasn't an honest mechanic, what am I going to do? I'm going to lie. Who cares? Um, right. So to me, the most important question you can ask any mechanic is not, "Do you have a scan tool that can work on a car?" How many scan tools do you own? All right. This is like this is like oh. this is like toys and hot rods. He he who has the most scan tools wins. All right. You know, somebody walks into the door of the shop. They they ask me the scan tool question. I go seventeen. Why? What what's what, what do you want to know for? Because not every scan tool's got everything I need. Right. Every scan tool gotcha. varies. You've mm-hmm. got to have you've got to have OE sure. stuff. You've got to have your make model. You've got to have all the aftermarket. I mean, you, you just do. So is it that their mm-hmm. scan tool? You know, there's times. You know, not, not to mention names. Snap-on, Opus, um, what else do we have? Launch, uh, Autel, uh, you know, the OE stuff. You know, there's times I'll go between three or four of them to find what I want. There's times I find things in the aftermarket that's not in the OE, which makes me scratch my head. But, you know, do they have the right tool? The, the easiest way to settle this argument is they've got to go look in their information system. Hopefully they've got an all data or a Mitchell information system and look up ABS system bleed and look at the procedure. And if the procedure says using a factory scan tool or an aftermarket equivalent to perform an ABS automated bleed, then it's their tool and it's not the vehicle. But yes, that, that ABS controller has to be bled. I would look at how do you replace the ABS controller and, and go from there. Right. No, I'll be honest. I, that that actually checks off a lot of boxes for me because I've been doing some internet research, waiting to get on the phone with you. And now I I, I think you're absolutely right, my friend. And I really appreciate you doing yeah. this. I yeah. love the show. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take it back and uh, see if I can't get somebody to fix that. Yeah. Tell them that you know it's 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 a simple enough question, Randy. It's just you know hey. Can we go pick one of those two shops that you like the best or pick a third shop? I'd pick, stay with one of those two shops myself. They've already started this mess. And ask them, hey, can we go back and look at the procedure for replacing the ABS controller? Because if they say perform an automated bleed, it's got to be in somebody's scan tool. They just don't have the right one. And somebody can go out and buy themselves a scan tool this weekend. So, All right, Randy, you give me a call back. You let me know if you need more. I appreciate the call, and I appreciate you being part of the Car Doctor family. 855-560-9900. Running late. Got to go. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For the best in car advice, give Ron a call. 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. Hey, let's go over to Paul in Virginia 04 Expedition and some questions about transmission, it looks like. Paul. Welcome to the car, doctor, sir. How yes. can I help? Yes, sir. Thank you for taking the call. You're welcome. Um, is Mike could tie into the last subject matter about scanning, scan tools, and so forth, but uh, I was pulling a trailer, uh, and I drive it gently. Uh, I drive everything gently, just so it'll last. And uh, third gear, I was just cruising about 45, 50 miles an hour, and it just dropped out. It never came back. And uh, I just was wondering, is there a way to figure out? Uh, there's no check engine light or anything like that on either. That's what's kind of confusing. Is there, would I, and without throwing money at it, can they tell me, you know, what the problem is? Well, wait a Are minute. Are you familiar with, I mean, do those transmissions have a lot of issues? With yes. Well, let, but let's, let's back up a second. So it'll shift first, second, and yep. when, when third gear comes along. And then it just, the engine revs up. And it goes away. Now, I would, I see, my wife is still nursing that thing to work back and forth every day. But let me tell you how she does it. We put it, take overdrive off. And so it'll just stay in second. And she only lives, I mean, she only goes to work probably, you know, six miles, four, five miles away from home. So she can do it from 30 miles an hour, 35. Right. So it's not been a problem. How how many miles, how many miles on this truck, Paul? About two hundred and ten. Right. So, like so, so it needs a transmission. Does it? Yeah. It's come on. You know, it's it's. By the time we go through the effort to try and diagnose this and find out, we have to pull the trans out to fix whatever's broken. Are you right. re- are you really going to pull apart the two hundred thousand plus mile an hour, two hundred thousand mile uh, plus transmission to repair something, put it back in the truck, and continue driving it? Does that make sense? I don't know when you when you <laughs> when things are tight. You know, I'm a self-employed fellow. No, I understand. Listen, old with a construction I, business. I, I understand that, but you know, listen. I'm going to spend your money like it's mine. All right. I know. All right. I really am. You know, be, and before you even look at this transmission and say, "Hey, do I want to overhaul it?" Because I'm sure this trans is an easy three grand. All right. You know. Oh, is it okay? Probably more. Okay, it's probably in 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 North Jersey. I bet you that trans is forty five hundred dollars, five thousand dollars all day long. On an older vehicle, it's almost twenty years old, rust, corrosion, getting it apart. But before you go down that path, 
I'm going to tell you somebody needs to put it up in the air and everybody needs to take a hard look at what's next. All right. You know, what, yeah. what, what kind of shape is the rest of the vehicle in? All right. Because I may, yeah. I may save you that three or $4,000 and convince you to go buy something else. You know, this isn't, this isn't about how little, this is about how safe. All right. Because at some point she's not going to be able to cheat this thing and get away with just, you know, first and second down the road to the, you know, six miles to where she works. It's going to be, I've got to go further. Right. And then, and then we get, oh, yeah. well, and then we get yeah. brave and daring. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves stuck in the middle of somewhere in a bad situation. Uh, you right. know, yeah. um, it's hurt. Is it worth you? I, I, I doctor, I, I used YouTube and checked a few things out and a couple of people on YouTube were saying that it, it was this thing. And it looked like people were saying the same thing. If I had a mechanic that's a friend of mine pull it out, put it on the ground, and do the work, would it be worth doing? You think without it, having to take it? I'm not a big fan of spending money at the shop. Is no he offense. is he going to do it for nothing, or a case of beer? No, I would pay him about a hundred bucks a day, hundred fifty dollars a day, which is fairly cheap. That doesn't cost me much, and buy the parts. You know how good of a friend is he? He's a good friend, you and know. he's a good mechanic. If if you he, can, he it, listen. If he wants to pull it out, all right, and pull it apart, sure. But you've got to take that thing apart, out and apart, with the intention that if you find something worse, you're going to put a trans in it. I know. What do you think about putting a used one from the junkyard in? Well, find me a good 20 year old transmission with low miles on it that's actually going to work and last and make and it's worth the effort. I get it. Hey, you know? I get it. All right, I, sir. I'm very familiar with that. So yeah, I think I think you've got some soul searching to do there, Paul. I think it's going to come down to the value of the vehicle, the replacement of the vehicle, or fix the vehicle. Um, I know money's tight, but we also want to spend our money prudently, and we want to be safe, and that's the most important thing. Good luck to you. Let me know what you decide. I'm kind of curious. I'm Ron Anini in The Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Welcome back. Ron Nane, the car doctor. Let's get over to Stephen, Wisconsin. Steve, you're on with the car doctor. How can I help, sir? This is going to be a repeat call from okay. approximately three years ago about the same vehicle and the same sort of the same issue. It has gotten better. And I just kind of wanted to report back to you. I know you won't remember the call because it was kind of brief, but you know, 07 Chevy Silverado Classic, 4.8 liter. It had uh, it had low oil pressure, and it developed a lifter tick. Okay. It wasn't constant, but it was it was happening as the temperature got colder. I bought the vehicle. I live in Wisconsin, and I drove out west looking for a rust free. Chevy from that era, I kind of like the 99 through 06. This is an 07 classic, kind of like an 06. The square bodies. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm just familiar with doing maintenance and working on them and that, you know. So I found one in Nevada, brought it back to Wisconsin. It's just it's really plain. It was a fleet vehicle. Um, but as the temperature got, when I test drove it, and, you know, I didn't notice anything at that time, but it was hot out. And then as winter set in in Wisconsin, this stuff started happening. And uh, <clears throat> the uh, the lifter knock got kind of bad. So I, I had a, a neighbor that's a race car driver. He has his own engine shop. He specializes in small block Chevys. Talked to him. He needed a second job to fund his racing habit. So he was going to, he said he'd put lifters in for me. And he said that the oil pressure issue could be the oil pressure gauge you know, sensor on the manifold that might just be plugged and not giving you an accurate reading. He didn't really believe that oil pressure reading. Right. Okay. So we get it. We do that. We get it back. The lifter knock is gone, but it resurfaced about three to four months later. And the oil pressure was still way lower than it should be. So that's when I called you. I, I, this all happened before I called you. I called you because I was going to, all I was going to ask you, I wanted your opinion on that situation, but then I wanted to ask you about running a lighter weight oil just for the winter months, just to get me through till I get a, maybe a vehicle I can drive while I've already had Jasper's website up and I'm already thinking ahead, you know, right. And I'm not afraid if the vehicle dies on me or if I blow the engine because I'm I, I'm only 15 miles away from work. And, and, you're, I, and you you're, know, commit, I, you're committed to fixing it. I get it. So what's your what's yeah, what, what's, yeah. what's your question to me, Steve? So okay. So what hap- what's happened so far is that <clears throat> when when your answer to me about the lighter weight oil was that you you know you're you're not going to really suggest that because just because you don't want your listeners to hear you you know using oil that's not recommended. So you didn't say yes and you didn't say no. You know, but I went ahead and did it anyway. And I, uh, I, I, so I went with a full synthetic zero W 30, no five W 20 full synthetic. And, and believe it or not, the oil pressure, I don't know if it was because of the flushing that I had did prior or what, but the minute I put that five W 20 full synthetic in the oil pressure went right up to 40 where it was supposed to be, and I had about 80% less lifter noise. Okay. Okay. So I'm still driving the vehicle. I'm just I'm learning a little bit more about things about the vehicle. And here, there's the lifter, the lifter noise has become 
somewhat predictable, and I'll give you the situation. So wait a minute. So it still has lifter when, noise, though, right, Steve? It does, but it's 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 far less, and right. it's only so me, when I put the vehicle through these these certain. Let me ask, let me ask you this or, question, if I can. All right. Okay. Did, did you okay. screw a mechanical oil pressure gauge into the sending port where the oil pressure gauge, the oil pressure sender sits? No, I did not. Okay. So did you happen to look below the – did you ever take the oil pressure switch out and look in? Is there an oil filter baffle in the – underneath the oil filter oil pressure sender? Well, the, the, my mechanic probably, you know, when, when he put the lifters in, may, you know, may have done that. But I myself, no, have not done that. Okay. Is this an active fuel management vehicle or this is just a straight 4.8? Yep, it is not active fuel management. Okay. It's just straight eight cylinders all the okay. time, yeah. Okay. So I and the so, only the only reason I want to know what mechanical oil pressure is using a mechanical gauge is I don't want to trust I don't want to trust an electric gauge on the dashboard. It's not accurate. And okay. it's it it's it's, right. it's 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 ratio of how it's going to react to different viscosity oils. Yeah, it might show higher, but it's it you know, on a real mechanical gauge it might go from twenty to twenty five where you're seeing it jump from 25 to 40 or whatever your number is so so keeping that in mind because i just want i just want to you know in the amount of time we've got you know you've still got lifter noise right yes and but not but it's it's rare and you know i mean and like i but and you're going to find this odd but i'm uh, but but it it has something you know i was researching the oil pickup tube you know problems with that vehicle and and you know sucking air possibly from the oil pickup tube o-ring have you heard anything like that sure yeah the oil tube that was that's the next place and i thought we mentioned that three years ago if i remember the call right because you were traveling looking for this vehicle um yeah uh, because i I was going to just drop the axle and 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 have someone put you know take the oil pan off and go at the oil pump and oil you know all that but i i believe that i by by you know all my flushing recipes i put transmission fluid in the crankcase i put three quarts of transmission fluid three quarts of oil drove it around for a couple hours came back and flushed it out then i put that full synthetic in and ever since then i mean and that's i think that there's a chance i may have knocked up some sludge loose or something in front of that oil pickup tube is that possible sure you ever do you ever do you ever pull the valve cover off this or you ever you know can you see inside the valve no, cover have, is it dirty is it sludgy uh no but the when i change the oil and the oil plug you know has the magnetic tip on it and there is always some stuff on there right and i change the oil now right we i mean in my my intervals are 1,700 to 2,000 miles okay. with Mobile One synthetic l- and a Wix oil filter. L- listen, That's l- been l- the best. Listen to me, all right? I get okay. it. You love this truck, all right? And you want to drive this truck until the day you die, which I hope is a long, long right. time, my friend, all right? Um, but the, <laughs> right. Amount of, the amount of effort, you know, I love all my listeners to death, and you're one of them, okay, brother? But the amount of effort you're putting into diagnosis, I would have had the oil pan down the next week when I still had the noise because what is going on? Do I have sludge in the pan? Do I have a sticking relief valve in the oil pump? Do I have sludge buildup in the motor? You know, the issue is what creates low oil pressure? Let's have a general conversation. Oil pickup tube, O-ring, oil pump, relief valves, oil pressure filters uh, aside, okay? What creates low oil pressure? 
excessive bearing clearance? Do I have any of that? Do I have issues? So there's a lot of unknown here. Screw a mechanic. Take the oil pressure sender out. Screw a mechanical gauge and record your oil pressure. Drive it around. What does mechanical oil pressure report? But it's not going to matter because if you still got noise, all right, and playing with viscosity is changing oil pressure, what that's telling me is there's restrictions that thinner oil has the ability to squeak through, all right? Pressure is one thing. Volume is another, all right? You ever squeeze off the end of a garden okay. hose and make and make water squirt out at a higher pressure? Right. Okay. Yeah. How much volume is coming out in comparison to when your hand isn't there? Okay. Right. So right. Are, are we starving the motor for oil even though we've got higher oil pressure? We could be. You got a bunch of unknowns right. here. All right. Um, okay. I mean, listen, kiddo, you can do what you want with this. It's your truck. But if we want to get okay. to the end of it, all right, if you want to yeah. get to the end of it. Right. Bite the bullet and take it apart. Do something with it because okay. it's it's only going to get worse. Don't take this as a scolding. I'm not trying to scold you. I'm just saying you're gonna yeah. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna there's a there's an expression, analysis paralysis. You're you're on the border. Right. All right. Um you're you're on the right. border of analysis paralysis where this thing's gonna leave you high and dry someday and then you're gonna they're gonna take it apart and they're gonna go, you know, if you had taken this apart two weeks earlier, it would have saved you the price of a crankshaft or an engine or uh, yeah, you know. Um, so, right. do me a favor. Right. Take it. Do me a favor because I gotta go. Would you just please pull them? Pull do do what I said. Check mechanical oil pressure. Take a look at the oil pump and the pickup if you still got it. Pull a valve cover. Do you have sludge buildup? Make a decision. Either rebuild this motor or replace it because I think it's the only way it's going to be a hundred percent safe. And remember, you want to do all these things now while you can because the older that truck gets, more and more parts are disappearing for it in the supply chain shortage. So. Be well. Keep me in keep me in the loop. All right, Stevie? I appreciate it. 855-560-9900. Running late. Got to go. I'll be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com slash automotive. That's Amazon.com slash automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Running along, feeling the charge. Ron and Annie in the car doctor at your service. Let's go over to Stan in Minnesota. 
O2 Chevy Silverado. Stan, are you there, sir? Stan? Stan? Yes. Hey, Stan, are you there? It's a it's a tough connection. Yes, I am. Yes, sir. Um, something's turned up too high, but let's give it a shot anyway. What's going on with this truck? Okay, 2002 Chevy Silverado 1500. When the engine's at ambient temperature, winter or summer, it starts immediately. Okay. However, when the engine gets up to operating temperature, it cranks and cranks and cranks and cranks until it finally starts. Okay. What has anybody done to diagnose this? Has anybody checked this for, you know, basics? Are we losing spark? Are we losing fuel pressure? Or it's just been like this and you've lived with it? No, nothing has been checked. All right. So let's let's back up. Do you own a lawnmower? Do you own a lawnmower? Yes, I do. Okay, if your lawnmower didn't start, what would you do to diagnose it? If it won't start, what? If your lawnmower wouldn't start, what would you do or how would you diagnose it? You'd check for spark or you'd check for lack of fuel, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, so same thing. Bigger engine, eight cylinders, all right? When this goes into a no-start, and, you know, this is this is a perfect vehicle to work on. It's broken. All right, if the problem can be duplicated, it, it can be fixed. You know, when it starts, does it have spark? Does it have adequate spark? All right, does it have fuel pressure? Does it have correct fuel pressure? I can tell you the silver bullet, you know, a lot of times with these vehicles, it's a fuel pressure-related issue. Um, a lot of times it's the fuel pressure regulator. You will find fuel in the vacuum supply line because the diaphragm is seeping or ruptured. You know, I don't know that it would have lasted this long. It sounds like it's been going on for quite a while. But, you know, we want to cover basics. Spark and fuel pressure, number one, number two. Are we losing signal out of an engine sensor, a cam sensor, a crank sensor? Is it causing it to go into a crank no-start condition? This would be a perfect vehicle to duplicate the problem and then have a scan tool hooked up, have a fuel pressure gauge hooked up, and watch what are we missing. Here, how do we know it's not this? Let's, let's go for something simple. You mentioned ambient temperature, right? How do we... How do we know that? How do yeah. we know that? How do we know that when it warms up, ambient temperature is reading correct? For example, I've had vehicles where I've gone out to diagnose long starts or hard starts or long cranks, and the ambient temperature at that moment's forty-five degrees. And I go and I I start it up, I let it warm up, I come back twenty minutes later, it goes into a no-start condition, and ambient temperature is reading thirty degrees hotter than what it actually is, or coolant temperature is out of realm. Coolant temperature is skewed because I've got a bad temp sensor. It may not set a fault code, and a lot of times it does not, but because the computer doesn't know what the actual temperature is and it doesn't know what the heat soak time is, there's a lot of factors to be considered there. So I, I think to solve this, somebody's got to go and just do some of the basics. It's It's got to be spark, fuel, basic sensor readings, basic sensor values. You know, what are we missing and then we can kind of have a deeper conversation. And when you call back, Stan, do it on a different phone line. That one was kind of tough to, to have the conversation with. But do those preliminary things, and I'm glad to talk to you again. 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's cruising back right after this. Don't go away. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back. Ron and Andy, The Car Doctor, here at 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's 24-7 phone number. You can call that number, 855-560-9900. Leave a message. If we're not in studio, we're in studio Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. East Coast time. Tom Ray, executive producer, chief cook and bottle washer, will give you a call back and put you in the queue for the next live broadcast, which will be next week, God willing, and the creek don't rise. Um, by the way, next week we're going to be uh, Memorial Day, right? Uh, we will be featuring, I'm sure we're going to have a little bit of Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve's going to make an appearance from uh, the great beyond and uh, talk to us a little bit about Memorial Day. We know you guys like that, so I'm sure Tom's got something cooking up for that. And um, we're also going to be starting our giveaway. We're doing a couple of book giveaways. Next week we're going to be giving away a book about Triumph, Triumph Cars. Remember Triumph, right? They uh, Those little sports cars. Well, 2023 marks the 100th anniversary of Triumph and the entire history of Triumph sports cars, and we're going to talk about it. And uh, we're giving away a copy of a book written by Ross Alakarishi. Um, and uh, we're glad to be doing that. So that's going to be next weekend here on The Car Doctor. You mean and, it's not uh, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog? No, it's not Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. So stay. Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be next week. We're doing Triumph. We'll see Uncle Steve. Um, and I just want to remind you that, you know what? Auto Repair is about diagnostics. Auto Repair is about eliminating the obvious. We had an 06 Ford Explorer in the shop this week that the customer was complaining about intermittent random loss of power. Tell me what's good. I'll tell you what's bad. All right. We went through the usual suspects, the usual things, and didn't find anything. And my last step was I went for a ride with the vehicle with a fuel pressure gauge hooked up. And I noticed the loss of power occurred when fuel pressure dropped off. Gee, that would make sense. Gee, could I have a bad fuel pump? I've never really seen a fuel pump vary like that. I guess it could be. But I went through the basics. First thing I went for was the fuel filter. What the fuel filter look like? I didn't have to look at it. I didn't have to take it open. I didn't have to do anything else because as soon as I got it off the car, it rattled like a maraca. We then cut it open and found out that the baffle had broken loose from the bonding because it was a cheap fuel filter made somewhere else in our 53rd state or 52nd state or made offshore. We'll say it like that. 
and um, put a fresh fuel filter in it, a real deal from Ford, and down the road working like a charm. So sometimes tell me what's good, I'll tell you what's bad. It really does work. Till the next time, I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.